Alex fans. Are you ready? You are listening to the Ducks and Pucks podcast with your hosts, Mike Walters and Eddie Jones. This is the number one home for Anaheim Ducks talk and analysis. Here we go. Welcome to the show. This is your host, Mike Walters, along with my co-host, Eddie Jones. And it is the victory show. The Ducks prevailed over the Edmonton Oilers. Seven games. I know a lot of doubts out there, a lot of uh, nervousness. The Ducks got it done, Eddie. Uh, you know, they went down uh, two games to none in the beginning of the series. They roared back, uh, winning three in a row. Uh, looks good. Got uh, blown out in game six, but they were able to finish it off in game seven. Yeah, I mean, finally, too. Uh, it, it was looking close to what we've seen the last three years where they have a horrible game six. And then, of course, the game seven at home. And early on, you, you know, you didn't know. It looked like uh, after the the, the goal that uh, Kajula got for Edmonton, you thought, oh, here we go again. You know, they're, they're not leading. You know, they go down again early in, in game seven. And is it going to be four years in a row? And, and, you know, finally, they, they pulled it out. And they played a great game, and they deserved it. it you know, it wasn't like they lucked out. Uh, there wasn't anything controversial that happened in this game. I just think it was a solid performance by, by the Ducks. And, and they really did a great job. You know, we mentioned this. Uh, we were talking about this, sorry, not on the last podcast, but we talked about this um, on Twitter, saying that you know if they're going to win, they're going to have to shut down Drysaddle and McDavid, and especially Drysaddle the way he's been playing. And they were non-existent in this game. You, you really, they didn't get that many key chances. Drysaddle had uh, the backhander that that uh, Gibson was able to squeeze out, and uh, McDavid had a chance at the end of the game that he didn't shoot the puck. But other than that, there, there really wasn't much going for them in, in this game. And I think that was a, a great defensive effort, finally, by the Ducks in, in these playoffs. Yeah, and you talk about that effort in Game 7. It was extremely huge. I mean, you know, Game 6, uh, oh my gosh, you know, the first period they go down 5 uh, nothing. You know, that day was actually uh, my wedding anniversary, and my wife and I actually went to Solani's to watch the game. And uh, by the time we got there, it was already 5 nothing because <laughs> Solani's doesn't open until 5. So uh, we were frustrated. We watched the second and third period there. Uh, I think we were the loudest ones there. There were some other Ducks fans there too. But you had to be a little bit nervous after they lost that game 7-1. to But at the same time, and I had talked about this before, uh, you know, on the Facebook Live thing and on another radio show, that, you know, when one team blows out another, Eddie, you know, you don't really see that team blow them out again. And, you know, we saw San Jose hand Edmonton a 7-0 loss. And remember, everybody was talking about San Jose and how they were going to win and they were going to advance and maybe get back to the Stanley Cup final. And then, no, they they lose, they end up losing, you know, the next game, the series, and it's done. So, you know, that was one thing I pointed at for the Ducks going into the Game 7 is I felt if, if they could get out of the first period, I, I wanted them to be ahead. They were only down one nothing, which wasn't too bad. But... You felt if they could play a much stronger defensive game, like you mentioned, that they could win this one. And that's what they were able to do. And uh, Carlisle, too, with his in-game adjustments. I mean, I was having a hard time following all the line changes, uh, you know, uh, or lineup changes, I should say, as far as who was skating with who. Because he really mixed things up, and I think he kept uh, Edmonton off balance for a majority of this Game 7. Yeah, you know, the moment in Game 7 when he put Richie up with Getzlaff and Perry, that really changed things. He, he ended up putting Raquel with Vermette and Kasha, and, and really those two lines started to, to work out really well. And it was just a subtle adjustment, really, bringing up uh, Kasha from uh, the fourth line, putting Wagner back down onto the fourth line, and then switching Richie with Raquel. Uh, and it, it just worked. I mean, obviously, Richie getting the, the game-winning goal uh, on his shift with Getzlaff and Perry. You know, Votnin does make the play to him, but... 
I, I think it was great that they, you know, you look at that first period and they were a little bit unlucky to be down one nothing, obviously on that goal by Kajula. Uh, but there, you, there was really no winner in the first period. Uh, you know, no team really outplayed the other one. And then the, the changes are made, and the Ducks played in, uh, an amazing second period. They outshot the Oilers sixteen to three. They could have been up three or four one uh, without you know some missed chances by by Silverberg and Vatnin in that period, and and some couple great saves by Talbot. And they continue that into the third period, grabbed a goal early, and they just held on. And I think that's, you know, it's great to see. I mean, we were used to seeing a lot of line juggling when Boudreau was here, um, and then it doesn't always work out. I, I think, you know, Carlisle seems to, when he seems to juggle the lines, it, it's for a purpose. And it, I think it really, really paid off in this game. And obviously it makes him him look really good as well. So, Yeah, especially, I mean, you know, you talk about, those game seven losses. We had four in a row with Boudreaux. Carlisle comes in and wins this one. He's now uh, two and one in game sevens uh, in Anaheim. Uh, he also lost one in Toronto. So overall two and two, but with the Ducks two and one. So that was huge. And, you know, this series, I mean, gosh, the series was like some of the other ones we had seen, Eddie. I mean, this was a great, great series. I mean, of course, because the Ducks won. But when you look at it, this was, uh, you know, uh, kind of like the Nashville series of last year. The Ducks got down the first two games. They ended up winning the next three, you know, and then they got, you know, smacked in game six. And then, you know, they lost game seven, you know, two to one, but it was this, almost the same type formula. And we, we saw that too against the Kings where the Ducks lost, you know, the first two and then won the next three. So you were sitting there thinking, oh man, here we go. You know, is it going to be that two, three, two format again? Because um, that's the way it looked, you know, and the Ducks with the, you know, the crazy comeback wins. I mean, one of the biggest things about this too is the Ducks come back on Catella. Game five was all for nothing, you know, if they would have lost game seven. Instead, now it means everything. And that game six blowout by the Oilers means nothing. So, I mean, it, it was just a huge game for so many reasons for the Ducks to win um, based upon this series in the last four seasons. And of course, for all the fans too, because just like all of you, you know, <laughs> we were nervous too watching game seven, especially in the last four or five minutes. They're hanging on for dear life, and they actually did a really good job, Eddie, there in the last uh, few minutes. Didn't give Edmonton a lot of chances, but way for the Ducks to to pull this series out, you know, going down 2-0, um, coming back and winning uh, two games in overtime, Eddie. Uh, you know, game four and game five, they they go down 2-0, they go down 3-0, and they come back and win those games as well. Um, you know, not the ideal situation, but, I mean, this game uh, and the series, just tons of momentum. And we're just glad that it ended in the Ducks' way, you know, after the seventh game. Yeah, and, you know, I think if the Ducks end up going on and they do end up winning the Stanley Cup, you you got to look back to this game five in this series against Edmonton. And, you know, obviously we don't know what would happen in this series and possibly the next, but, you know, it's going to be hard to top this game and, and, and really look at any other game and say, you know, that this was as important as this one. I mean, this got them up 3-2, and, and it gave them a chance to win this series. Gave them, obviously, two chances to, to win it, and obviously the Game 6 loss, and then the, yesterday's Game 7 win. But it's one of the most amazing games I've ever seen uh, in, in NHL history, not just Ducks history, but, uh, I mean, it, it was ridiculous. And like you said, for them to, to win two games in overtime and to win Game 5 in the fashion that they did, you know, down 3 nothing with three and a half minutes to go, Three goals, one with 15 seconds left, and then to win it in double OT. Uh, I mean, it, it's just amazing. It's it's one of the best games I've ever seen. And, and like I said, if they end up winning the Cup, you have to go back and look at this game and say this is one of the reasons why they got to, to where they did. 
Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's just like, uh, I mean, you got to look at the momentum, you know, and that, that was a huge game. I mean, that, that was the key in Perry coming through in the double overtime, all of that. I mean, this is one of the games, one of those defining moments, um, you know, that, that the Ducks will look at. And it's similar to, remember when uh, Solani scored that, that game-winning goal against Detroit, you know, that ended up helping the Ducks, you know, they, you know, they ended up getting past Detroit and they went to the Stanley Cup final. So this is a game, like you said, that could maybe propel them, uh, you know, all the way. We'll have to see. Got a very, very tough series coming up against Nashville, which we'll talk about in a second here. Um, but um, one other stat, too, Eddie, uh, that was kind of impressive is, you know, the Ducks have gone down 2-0 several times. They've never come back from that, and this was the first time. Uh, and all time uh, in the NHL teams that have done it, this, this is the 49th time that a team has done it. But of those uh, other times, it's um, 400, uh, I'm sorry, 360 times it's happened. And uh, only 49 times the team has won. So, I mean, th- there's your chances. 311 <laughs> times the team has lost. So it's pretty good for the Ducks to do that. Uh, also, another stat that's interesting is um, this conference final, Eddie. In the last eight seasons, it's either been the Kings, the Sharks, or the Ducks. And in the last 12 out of 14 seasons, it's it's either been the Kings, the Ducks, or the Sharks. So that's another interesting thing uh, to talk about is how, you know, California hockey has been doing so well in the last uh, decade and a half. Yeah, it's it's amazing to see. I, I mean, eight straight years where one of those three teams is in the Western Conference Final, and obviously uh, the Kings being the only team to to actually go on and win the Stanley Cup. But yeah, it's great for for California and for the teams, uh, for the hockey teams in California to to have something like that. Obviously, it means nothing to them, but it's a cool stat for us to look at, and it's great for hockey in California. You know, it, it, to have the one of the final four teams be one of those teams, it, you know, it, it looks really good. Uh, for for the state of California and, and hockey in the state. Now, talking about injuries, you know, a lot of people will want to know what's going on with all that. We can talk a little bit. You know, Patrick Eves got injured in this series in uh, Game 3, um, didn't play anymore after that. Um, the latest thing that we saw was that uh, he was in crutches uh, when he was watching Game 6, and then we heard the morning of Game 7, he um, was still in the crutches but no longer had the walking boot. Um, as far as him being able to play, we haven't heard anything recent, but it doesn't sound good. Um, the other part of that too, Eddie is, uh, you know, because he played in 50% of the games in the first two rounds and the ducks, uh, advanced the, uh, ducks first round draft pick next season goes to the Dallas stars. Yeah. And all of a sudden the Dallas stars have two first round picks and they have the third overall pick in the, in the draft and they're looking pretty good. But, you know, I, I think. This just adds fuel to the fire for the Ducks, uh, and more so for for management at least. Is you know if, if you're giving up a first round pick, um, you're gonna one want Eves to play in this next series coming up, and two you're gonna want to go all the way and win it. Now you've got nothing to fall back on. You don't have a first round draft pick. You know you've got to go out and win it all, and that's why you brought in a guy like Eves, and, and I think he's been worth a first round pick for us. Uh, but it all really doesn't mean anything if the Ducks don't go on and win the Stanley Cup. Yeah, it's all nice if they they make it there and then they um, you know they lose. But hey, they made it there. You know, I, I think this team wants to win it all, and they really do have to win it all. It, it, it's all or nothing right now for the Ducks. Yeah, exactly. And and part of it's going to be the health of the players too. Yeah, um, you know, like we said, Eves. We don't know when he'll be available or if he will be available in this series. Um, you know, he, it seems like he's progressing, but how fast we don't know. Um, another one is Kevin Bieksa. You know, he was injured in this series as well. Um, he skated before Game Seven. 
Um, they said he could be available, but he didn't play, so we don't know for sure if he'll be available for game one. Um, we did see uh, Kase come back and play. Uh, you know, he was knocked out a little bit in this uh, series as well, so he's in there. Uh, it looks like, you know, as far as the, most of the team goes, um, everybody's going to be in there. Obviously, uh, Thompson uh, was back too, so he seems to be fine as well. Um, uh, the only other question mark is Shaw. We don't know if he's available either. So, unfortunately, there's just not a lot of news right now. Um, you know, no real updates uh, immediately after the uh, the series. I'm sure we'll maybe find out, um, you know, between now and the beginning of uh, Game 1. But um, that's going to be a key for the Ducks, too, is to try and stay healthy. And, uh, you know, they're going to go face Nashville. And if you remember, the Ducks have faced Nashville twice in the playoffs now. They uh, faced them in 2011. They lost that series four games to two. And then they faced them last season, uh, like we talked about, in that 2-3-2 that kind of format heading. And they lost that, you know, game seven, a close one, two to one. So we're going to kind of go into this series now and talk about, you know, what to kind of expect. And if you look during the regular season numbers, Eddie, I mean, these teams are very, very even um, in goals and defense and, and the goalie situation. If you look at how they did um, in the regular season on offense, the Ducks were uh, 18th in goals at uh, 2.68, and uh, Nashville was a little bit better at 2.9, uh, you know, 11th in the league. So they had a little bit of the offensive advantage there, uh, Eddie, uh, in terms of uh, scoring. Um uh, in the regular season and then if you look at the uh, the defense the ducks look to be a little bit better they uh, they gave up uh, 2.4 goals against per game where nashville gave up 2.68 but we'll talk about the playoffs too and how it's a little bit different but that's how the regular season went um with the uh, nashville being a little bit better scoring wise but the ducks being better on defense yeah and it's really switched actually in, in the the playoffs you know the ducks are the second best offensive team in the playoffs right now just behind the Pittsburgh Penguins, who are pretty much leagues ahead of anybody else. I believe they have about six or seven more goals uh, than the Ducks do. Um, and then Nashville is the, the best defensive team by a mile in the playoffs right now. I mean, they're through two rounds, ten games, and they've only given up 14 goals. Uh, I mean, that's a ridiculous number considering every team left has given up over 30. And every team in the last round except the Blues, the team that, the, that Nashville faced, had given up over 30. Um, it, it's, you know, every team has double the amount of goals against than the Predators do right now. And, and that's a lot on the play of Pekka Rene, And he's definitely been the best goaltender of the playoffs so far. We saw it last year in round one. Um, and it looks like we're going to get another taste of it this year in, in, uh, in the Western Conference final. And uh, the defense, too. Uh, I mean, if you're going to look at the Ducks' defense and how deep, deep they are, you know, Nashville rivals that and might be a little bit better, especially in their top four. I mean, you've got a first pairing of Roman Yossi and, and uh, Ellis, um, and then you've got a second pairing of Matthias Ekholm and P.K. Subban. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, that is that is arguably the best top four in the NHL, and they've proven it in the regular season, and especially in the playoffs so far. Uh, the offense that those guys are able to produce, I mean, Ellis is leading them in points. He has nine. Uh, Subban has seven. Yossi has eight. Um, you know, you've got, and then their top line in, in Arvidsson and Johansson and uh, Forsberg, they're all sitting, uh, uh, I think Arvidsson has five, Johansson has nine, and, and Forsberg has eight. Uh, I mean, those are the big seven guys for the, for the Predators. Their top four and their top line are arguably the best in the playoffs right now. And then it shows, and it's going to be a difficult matchup. And, you know, they're both deep teams. This is obviously the Ducks' toughest opponent of the playoffs so far. 
And I think they you know if if the Ducks are going to focus on anything that they can improve, you know, you mentioned this before. Special teams has to get better. It was awful in, in you know in the uh, first round. The penalty kill was awful against Calgary, and in the second round against the Oilers, everything was just not good at all. Penalty kill was bad. Power play was was bad as well. You know, they're going to have to go into this series against the Predators and definitely improve that. And I think that will in turn help uh, improve their defense in, in this round as well. Yeah, the specialty teams is really a killer. I mean, if you look at uh, Nashville through these two rounds, they're uh, eight and two in ten games. Ducks are eight and three in eleven games. But um, you know, even with the Ducks playing one more game, you look at the numbers here. Uh, Nashville in the power play is uh, dead even at twenty percent efficiency. Penalty kill is eighty-seven and a half percent, which is one of the best in the playoffs. And then you look at the Ducks. The Ducks, both their numbers are one of the worst. <laughs> the power play is thirteen point nine, and the penalty kill is sixty-nine percent. I mean, it's terrible. And Edmonton ran wild in that series on the power play. I mean, they scored almost every single game on the power play. I mean, granted, there were some five-on-threes on there, and you know, we can talk about calls and all all that kind of stuff. But you know, we don't want to be Oilers fans, so we're not going to complain about calls. But there, uh, you know, was some situations where the Ducks stuck down two men and they can't do that whether it's a, a legit call against them or not eddie if the ducks go down you know five on three shorthanded um nashville's probably going to make them pay i mean the specialty teams i don't know they've got to really figure this out because nashville's no joke um the other part of it too as you mentioned is it's the ducks offense against nashville's defense the ducks are averaging 3.18 goals um in the playoffs which is you mentioned second best to pittsburgh and, uh, I mean, Nashville's only giving up 1.4 goals a game. It's ridiculous. No other team has given up uh, less than two goals per game. Um, you know, of all the playoff teams, anybody that's uh, left or that was in the playoffs this season. So uh, those are the two biggest things, I think, Eddie, in this series that we're going to have to see is how um, the Ducks offense does against the Nashville defense and and then – the specialty teams on both sides. Uh, I mean, this is some key factors here in the series. Not even to mention, you know, Pecorino too, which you talked about, and how he stands on his head. And we saw this last season, and he he pretty much stole Game Seven um, last season. So it's it's going to be tough with also Gibson against Pecorino. So there's a lot of food for thought there between those uh, those three um, keys to the series, Eddie. Yeah, and you know, we talked about a lot in the Edmonton series how you know you got to shut down Connor McDavid. That's the main focal point of the Oilers. He's the star. You shut him down, you have a very good chance of winning. And then obviously Drysaddle comes out, and, and he's been dominant against the Ducks in the regular season and in the playoffs. And, and you know, it was a, then became key to shut him down as well. And, and you look at this Nashville team, and, you know, they don't really have a, a superstar of a Connor McDavid, you know, uh, statue. So you've got the first line, which is arguably one of the best lines in the NHL in, in Johansson, Forsberg, and Arverson, and that's going to be key to shut them down. But a lot of this offense for this Nashville team comes from their blue line, and you know, it, it, then that falls on everybody on, on the team. You know, you're going to have to watch Roman Yossi, P.K. Subban, Ryan Ellis, and Matthias Ekholm coming up the ice, and they're going to contribute significantly to this team's offense. And if the Ducks have any hope of winning this series, they're going to have to limit the chances that this blue line gets. And you talked about the power play as well for, for Nashville. You know, you're going up against these top four guys every time. And if your penalty kill is going to be operating at 69%, Nashville is going to get a lot of power play goals, especially with the guys that they have at the blue line. You know, Edmonton has some pretty good guys back there, but this is on a whole other level. So 
it's going to take some work. You know, it's not going to all rely on Kessler. Obviously, he's probably going to get the assignment to take on the Johansson line, but it's going to be on everybody on the ice to, to limit the chances for this blue line. Yeah, I agree. Uh, that Nashville blue line can be uh, deadly, especially you know on the power play. And you know something else that's kind of interesting is these these teams met uh, three times during the regular season, and the games were all really crazy uh, games. Eddie, uh, if you remember, the Ducks won the first one uh, six to one. Uh, you know, blowing out Nashville, they got three power play goals. They were going crazy. You know, they did all these things to win um, in that game. Then in the second game, Nashville comes out and they beat the Ducks 5-0. So you had the flip-flop of these two games. And then the last one, the, the Ducks edged Nashville 4-3. So I don't know if we're going to see these types of games in this series. I don't know if we're going to see 6-1, 5-0, you know, seven, you know, seven goals scored in almost all these games. Um, but it, I don't know. This series, I think the series might be a more tighter type uh, series, um, like the Ducks, uh, you know, Edmonton series, obviously minus game six. I, I think that's what we're going to kind of see more of, Eddie. I, I don't think we're going to see these crazy, um, you know, six, seven goal uh, games that we did in the three and during the regular season. No, I, I don't think so. I, you know, it. You look at the numbers for both teams, and, and especially for Nashville. I, I think it would take a lot of effort to get five or six goals past this team right now. But if it does get in a shootout, I think right now uh, that probably favors the Ducks the way they've been playing in these last few rounds. Um, you know, they're, they're scoring a lot more goals than they did in the regular season. And they seem to be able to win these games where they get in a shootout with teams in four three, the couple four three games that we saw. And I think you know, the, I think the depth and skill on Nashville's forwards, I think they have a stronger depth uh, throughout all four lines. But I think when you look at the skill spread out uh, through the lineup, I think the Ducks have a slight edge. Obviously, that first line for Nashville is great, and then you've got uh, guys like James Neal, who are definitely a threat on, on lower lines. Mike Fisher, uh, Mike Fisher, Callie Yarncrock as well. But you know, for the Ducks, I think being able to have Getzlaff and Perry, Kessler, Silverberg, Raquel, Cogliano's contributing, Richie contributed last night. I think the the skill and talent in goal scoring for the Ducks is a little bit deeper than than Nashville. So if you can get in, the, you know, um, a shootout with Nashville, I think you have a good chance of winning, but it's going to be very difficult, especially the way Pekka Rene is playing in these playoffs. Yeah, and you know, that might be part of the strategy for Carlisle going into this series. He may want the Ducks to push the puck more, you know, and, and we saw that a little bit on the defense. Uh, you know, with Bieksa out, you know, the Ducks had more uh, of a faster skating puck moving defense, you know, with Theodore, uh, Montour, Votnin, and Fowler all back there. Uh, doing their thing, uh, Lindholm too. So I mean, the, the Ducks. That might be something they look into, is trying to get the speed, get the transition game going, and and do that. But I I think the um, the the goal for Nashville, like you're talking about, I think they're going to try and slow the game down a little bit more and play a much more defensive type game, which is what they've been doing. And you know they've surprised people so far, Eddie. Uh, I remember I don't think anybody picked them to get this far. Um, they took out Chicago, which you know a lot of people were shocked about that. They took out St. Louis. Um, you know they didn't go through you know you know average teams to get here. They went through two quality teams to get here. So uh, I think that's what their goal is going to be. I mean that's how they won those two series was shutting down the other teams. And I think that uh, the the Ducks do have home ice, so I do think uh, Carl will play you know some matchup games and and try to get. Um, some more open ice for the Ducks, but like you mentioned, it's going to be tough with that top four uh, blue line that they've got. Yeah, and, and this is the team that everybody expected them to be. Uh, I mean, at the beginning of the season, a lot of people predicted the National Predators would make it to the Stanley Cup Finals and possibly win it the way they played last year. 
Um, you know, they only got better. People thought with getting PK Subban, and obviously didn't pan out for most of the regular season. But they were able to scrape in in the bottom wild card. And like you said, they played two great teams in the first two rounds. They played the Blackhawks, who their offense was anemic in, in the in the first round against Nashville. But it was a great job by by the Predators to get by them and sweep them in four games. And then the Blues team, who who were playing great, they beat the Wild, upset them, and then they come into this game, uh, this series against the Predators. Um, and they fight back, and, and they almost get it to Game 7, but Nashville's able to dig in and, and get that series win as well. And it's just going gonna, gonna to be difficult. I mean, this team looks primed to head to the Stanley Cup Final and, and win this thing. Uh, right now, to me, they look like the best team left in the playoffs. I think they look even better than Pittsburgh. I think they're, they're on forward. They're set on defense. They're the best left um, in the, the, uh, the playoffs right now. In goal, they have the best goaltender in the playoffs right now. This is the Ducks' toughest opponent for sure um, in, the, in these playoffs. And you know, if they can beat them, uh, I think they have a good shot. Even if you're facing Pittsburgh, I, I honestly believe Nashville right now is the best team left. And if the Ducks can scrape out a win in this series against Nashville, I think they have a very good shot at winning the Stanley Cup this year. Yeah, and you won't get any argument from me either. I, I agree. Uh, Nashville looks to be the best team right now, you know. And I mean, I'm pretty high on Pittsburgh too, but but Nashville, just their defense is just ridiculous, and that's you know been the key as we talked about. I mean, they don't they don't score a lot of goals, you know. They, I mean, they're getting two point eight. It's still up there, but I mean, when you're only giving up one point four a game, I mean, you're not losing a lot of games at those numbers. Um, I think one thing that the Ducks are going to have to try to do, Eddie, is they're going to have to try to pepper the hell out of Pecorine. Um, you know, the Ducks in the playoffs are one of the, the, the highest uh, shots on goal team. Uh, you know, they average almost 36 shots a game, 35.8. So I think that's going to be a factor, too. The Ducks are going to have to get traffic in front. We talked about this before. Uh, we saw Perry start to do that a little bit in this series, uh, a little better, finally. And some of the other players in the Ducks are going to have to do that well. You know, they're going to have to get in there, um, get rebounds, deflections, crazy bounces, um, all that kind of stuff that, you know, that can turn a game. And we, and we saw that, in the, you know, in the, uh, the Edmonton uh, Ducks uh, series. I mean, those first two games, Edmonton won, but both of the game-winning goals were off crazy bounces. You know, not taking anything away from Edmonton, but that's how they won those first two games. And there were more crazy bounces, you know, throughout the series. But that's what happens in the game of hockey. It's a game of inches. And... If the Ducks are going to get into Pecorini's head, they're going to have to make his life miserable in the crease, and that's going to be, be by having a, a net front presence and getting as many shots on net as they have been. Because you know, if they can keep averaging 35, 36 shots on net, you know, there's a good chance you're going to at least score at least twice. And you know, this may be a series where if the Ducks are going to you know beat Nashville, that Gibson's going to have to play outstanding and edge them out i mean that's what happened in game seven you saw gibson and talent they both played extremely well in game seven and and gibson you know ended up being the one coming out on top of that and that's what i i kind of expect for all these games i don't expect these games to be high scoring i mean if they are then it's in the ducks favor as you mentioned but if not i i really expect a lot of these games to be like two to one and, and three to two type games eddie yeah, I, I think so, and and we talk. I mean, it's it, it's become a theme, and, and because it's always prevalent in, in any series the Ducks play, uh, the ability of of Ryan Kessler to shut down this line, and I, I mean, we, we said it in round one against Calgary, the ability for Kessler to shut down Monahan and Goodrow. He did that and that one, other than on the power play. We talked about in round uh, two how he has to shut down McDavid, and he did a pretty good job with that as well. 
And now we come into round three, and he's got to shut down the Johansson line. And, you know, that's a tough that's a tough build for him. But if they can do that, you know, that's a that's a lot of pressure to put on a guy like James Neal or some of the other guys. You know, they lost a, their young scoring uh, forward, and, and Kevin Fiala, he's out. He, he fractured his femur, so he's not coming back in, in these playoffs. So I think that's a that's a key for them is to shut down that line, and then you can go from there. Then you can start focusing on the defense. You can you can focus on limiting chances for Subban and for Yossi, and um, you know it, it's going to be an interesting series to watch. I, I think you're right in that it's going to be a low scoring series, um, but you know Nashville's a very good shot suppressing team. The Ducks are like you said are going to have to get a lot of shots on that. They're going to have to put pucks toward Randy. They're going to have to make him make a mistake because he's been on point for these first two rounds and it's going to be important that they they fire as much pucks towards the night and get as much traffic uh in front of him as they can yeah and if you look at uh Rene's numbers in the playoffs his save percentage is 0.951 and his goals against is 1.37 i mean ridiculous numbers i mean just just crazy the way that he's been playing uh gibson's uh 0.908 is his save percentage and the goals against is 2.8 so i mean you know th- those are okay numbers they're not bad but i mean you're looking at pecorino i mean he's you know playing out of his mind i mean you know out of all the goalies only, only one goalie had better stats which was uh chad johnson but that was only one game that he played in the first round so we don't look at really look at him but if you look at the goalies that have been playing you know the starting goalies uh rene's been the man um, so that's going to be a tall test uh, for the Ducks. They're going to have to try to, you know, get through him. I think the other thing the Ducks got to do better, Eddie, is they got they got to try and draw more penalties in their favor, and that comes down to the forecheck. The Ducks are going to have to get in there. They're going to have to put pressure on the Nashville defense, try to wear these guys out. You know, not that that's easy, but get down there, get under their skin, get them to draw penalties, and, and try to get some more power plays. I mean. You know, it's not. It's easier said than done, but that's something that I, I think the Ducks, you know, were very inconsistent against Edmonton. It seemed like some games they were able to do it, and in other games that they weren't. And you know, and like I said, obviously some of the officiating is is what it is. But I, I think that's a huge key too is is the puck possession. The Ducks have got to get it down there and try to wear down Nashville's uh, defense if they want to get uh, you know several goals uh, or at least you know win some of these games and, and not have a, be a two to one type uh, battle. Yeah, and, and I mean, you, you talk about puck possession, you look in the regular season, you know, Nashville's the only team left from the top 15 teams in Corsi percentage in, in the regular season. Uh, I mean, Pittsburgh was 16th, uh, Anaheim was 19th, Ottawa was 22nd, Nashville was 6th. I mean, so much, I guess, for, for Corsi being <laughs> being relative to success <laughs> in, in, the, in the playoffs. But you're, you're right, Nashville is a great puck possession team, and obviously it comes down to their blue line. And something the Ducks did a great job of in Game 7 was putting pressure on the on the Ducks. I'm sorry, putting pressure on the Oilers' blue line and making them make mistakes. You know, the the the, the Oilers were uh, blue liners were looking over the shoulder before they're making a play to see if they're going to get hit, and that was giving them less time to make plays. And that's what you're going to have to do against this top four in Nashville. And I think that's that's a key to success. Obviously, the four checkers, but you see see guys like Lindholm lay out Cassian last game, last game Manson stepping up and and, and making hits. He had 11 hits in, in that game seven. So. You know it's going to be important. The, the Ducks have always played a physical brand of hockey. You know they've got the the skill and the speed as well to to keep up with this team. And I think that's going to be a big part if they're going to come out and win this series. And you know we have uh, we've answered some fan questions. Uh, you know kind of indirectly as we've been talking about this series and the Edmonton series. But uh, we have uh, several from Nick who asked a lot of good questions about 
you know, what's going on uh, against Nashville and coming up and everything. And one of them he, he asked was about Nashville being a cup favorite uh, aside from Rene. And, uh, I, you know, I, I don't think you can ignore Rene. I mean, that, that's a big reason. But I think you hit on a lot of it, Eddie. I think the fact um, that makes Nashville, uh, uh, you know, a cup favorite, I think, is the balanced attack, as you talked about. Um, you know, obviously the Ducks probably have a little bit more skilled uh, forwards, as you said. But Nashville rolls the four lines on offense. They've got you know four uh, you know really extremely good defensemen out of their six that are playing in this, and Rene as well, and their overall team defense. And I think a lot of that and the, and puck possession too. I think those are all the things that make them the favorite. But you can't ignore Rene either. I mean, he's just been playing out of his mind. But those are all the things that that I look at at Nashville and, and just the way that they took out Chicago and St. Louis. They're they're the real deal. Yeah, and you know Renee's a huge part of it, um, but like we've we've touched on most of this already. But yeah, Renee is is a big part of their success. Uh, the fact that they arguably have the the best top four defense left in in the playoffs or even in the NHL uh, out of any team, and then probably one of the most consistent first lines in the NHL as well. I mean, Johansson, Arvidsson, and Forsberg have been together pretty much all season for Nashville. They've been together all in the playoffs. It's it's like the Kessler line for us. They're they're never really apart, and they're always together, um, and that's a huge huge uh, you know point a uh, focal point for their offense. Uh, so those are the real three key points on uh, why this national team is arguably a cup favorite. I, I mean, you've got one of the best lines, you've got probably the best top four defense, and then you've got the best goalie in the playoffs. So when you've got the the best of the best in each position, you know it, it it's hard to not be a favorite. Yeah, I totally, totally agree. Um, you know, another good question. I, I think some people had asked about this before uh, the Edmonton series finished. Is what do you think about uh, Carlisle and Murray? Uh, you know, are their jobs safe? Um, given that the Ducks, you know, got to the Western Conference Final, they also, you know, won a Game Seven. And I remember we, we kind of talked about this when Carlisle came in. You know, after Boudreaux, we talked about oh, what's going to happen if they go to a Game Seven and they, you know, win or lose. And I would think right now. I mean, you, you want to get to the Stanley Cup final, obviously. You don't want to just end it here. But I don't see uh, any kind of issue with Carla or Murray at this point right now, Eddie. I mean, especially given the way that they've gone through this season um, with the injuries, which, I mean, other teams have it too. But, you know, the Ducks have gone through a lot of injuries. The, the tight salary cap, uh, you know, the expansion draft coming up, all these things, which, you know, other GMs have had to look at too. But... I would think with both of them right now that they're not going to go anywhere. I think regardless of the outcome of this series, uh, they they should be safe, I would think. Yeah, you, you would think they'd be safe. Um, but for the Ducks right now, it's it's win or, or nothing. It's it's all or nothing for them right now. You know, If they go out in the, in the Western Conference Final, that's a disappointment. If they go out in the Stanley Cup Final, it's a disappointment. Uh, it's not an achievement for the Ducks to make it back to the Stanley Cup Final. Especially with the fact that, like we mentioned before, that the first round pick is now going to Dallas. There's nothing to fall back on. You know, you, it, it's do or die. And uh, you would think they were safe, but you never know. If this team doesn't win the Stanley Cup, maybe there's more changes that have to be made. Who knows? It's only something that we have to see once uh, the, the season's over. Yeah, I mean, it does come down to the owners. So that would be the thing there. I Me, mean, I would think they would be okay. But yes, I mean, we want them to go. You know, to the Stanley Cup final. I mean, they were you know one game away a couple seasons ago. That's how close it was, and, and it was unfortunate. And you know what's weird about this too is um, we can kind of talk about the other series. Is you've got Ottawa and Pittsburgh, Eddie, and you would think that you know uh, 
Pittsburgh would be the heavy favorite, but after watching Ottawa and, and seeing them take out the Rangers, I mean, this is going to be crazy. A uh, series, I think, over there, a series that could probably go six or seven games. And what's weird is, you know, it's 10 years later, but, I mean, it's kind of crazy to think you could have Anaheim against Ottawa in the Stanley Cup final 10 years later. Yeah, and uh, every time that Ottawa's made the uh, Eastern Conference final, the, the Ducks have made the Stanley Cup final. So <laughs> I'm hoping, <laughs> you know, hopefully that comes true again. But, yeah, I, I mean, what Ottawa's been able to do is is, is honestly amazing. I, I you know, I had them losing in the first round. I think a lot of people might have had them losing in the first round, and then most people probably had them losing to the Rangers. But they've done the unthinkable. And, and you know, Eric Carlson, uh, you know, he gets a lot of flack for, for being an offensive defenseman before the defensive defenseman. But, you know, in my opinion, he's he's one of the best, if not the best defenseman in the NHL. He's definitely the best right-handed defenseman in the NHL. Uh, he's just a leader for that team. You know, the, the guy's on, uh, he's got a couple hairline fractures in his foot. You can see him limping off the ice in, in these last few games. And he's still their best player. He was their best player in game six. He, he arguably won that game for them. And he, it's just unbelievable what this guy's been able to do. He's willed his way, uh, willed his team to the Eastern Conference Final, much like Getzlaff has done for the Ducks. And uh, like you said, it you know you look at the the Penguins and you say yeah they're defending Stanley Cup champions they they went through Washington they went through Columbus two of the best teams in the NHL in the regular season you would have them probably put them as heavy favorites but I don't think that they're they should be labeled as favorites as as much as people would expect I think that the Senators have shown that they're the true underdogs of these playoffs so far and I think you know if Eric Carlson is able to continue to play through this whole series. I think they definitely have a good shot of moving on to the Stanley Cup Finals. Yeah, I wouldn't disagree with you either there. I mean, you know, Crosby we saw go with concussion issues in the last series. He hasn't quite been the same. You know, that could be a factor too going into uh, this series that they're going to they're gonna start on uh, Saturday. Uh, you know, the Ducks in Nashville are going to start on Friday. So I think they're both going to be a good series. I think um, if we got to predict who's going to win what, um, I, I, I don't, for some reason, I think they're both going to go to a game seven, Eddie. That's how crazy I, I think these series are. And I, I think it's tough to say, I, I want to say, because uh, obviously the, the teams that I root for, I would say the ducks and the pins win both in game seven, but uh, this is a tough one. I, I mean, I, I could see Ottawa winning and I could see Nashville winning. I mean, it's a toss up. I mean, I'm going to lean towards those two teams, the ducks and the penguins, but I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Nashville and Ottawa win and, and they're in the Stanley Cup final. Obviously not what I want, especially with the Ducks. But, I mean, it, these are going to be two very, very good series. They're going to be very competitive. They're going to be fun to watch. And um, they're going to come down. If they don't come down in Game 7, at least the Game 6, I would say. Yeah, and, and I want to say, you know, I want the Ottawa Senators to make it. I, I don't want to see mm-hmm. the Penguins there again. I, <laughs> I really don't want to see a repeat championship. But... Right. I just, I just think it's, it's too much, and I, I mean, the Senators are probably fine with anybody saying it's too much. They've been really, pretty much everybody's been saying about that about the Senators all playoffs. But you know, I, I just think the the goal scoring for the Penguins and, and you know the fact that Crosby's been able to come back, Malkin's been probably their best players leading the NHL in points in the playoffs. Gensel stepped up and and he's leading or tied for leading the the NHL in goals in the playoffs. And guys like Brian Rust, who stepped up in Game 7 and won that game for them. You know, they've just got so much depth and so much scoring throughout their lineup. 
and and really you haven't noticed the the fact that they're they're missing a guy like Chris Letang uh, on their team. I mean, I thought that was going to be the reason they were going to go out in round one. The fact that they were, their defense wasn't the healthiest and wasn't the best, and they've been fine. And and you know with Murray being out, Flurry stepped in and he's been great. He he shut out the the Capitals in that game seven was a big part of that win. So it's hard to really count them out. Even with the the way the Senators are playing, it's hard to count them out. Uh, and then you look at the the series. Obviously, we're all really probably the most interested in it is the the Ducks and the Predators, and you know, this is going to be a tight one. And I I, I want to see the Ducks, and I, I feel like they can pull it out, but it's really hard to predict. And and like you said, it's probably going to be six or seven games, and, and it's going to come down to if the Ducks can stop that that blue line. You know, another key too, and uh, you talked about it too, was uh, the birthday boy. Uh, you know, Getzloff uh, getting the game seven win, uh, you know, against Edmonton. And I, I really think he's going to be a key again in this series. I mean, um, if the Ducks are going to push through and get past Nashville, I, I mean, Getzloff's going to have to probably will his way uh, with this team past them as well. I mean, he's just been all over the, the ice, you know. Um, you know, the Ducks, too, have been winning the uh, the faceoff battle and the playoffs. That's been, uh, you know, uh, another key uh, too that will help them. So you know, with Kessler, Vermint, Thompson, and Getzloff, I I really look for if the Ducks can, you know, win all the the faceoff battles. Getzloff can continue to do what he's doing on offense, which has just been unreal. Kessler doing what he does on defense. Um, those are going to be some of the things that I would look for for the Ducks uh, that they're going to have to do in order to get past this Nashville team. Yeah. And really, you know, the changes are subtle, at least. I mean, they've, they're getting scoring from out the lineup. Getzlaff's been unbelievable. I mean, he, he creates the most goals per game in the playoffs so far, and, and, and it shows every game that he plays in. And really, like, with the way Kessler's played, he played good against McDavid, played good in the first round against Monaghan, and I think he'll come in, and, and he knows the role that he has to play, and I think he'll do a good job in this series. But, yeah, the, the subtle changes, uh, you know, getting the, the power play and the penalty kill back up, and it's an easier thing to change than to get a guy going. Uh, I think Perry's been good lately in, in the last, especially in this series against Edmonton. I think everybody's going. It's just getting the power play, getting the penalty kill going, and just playing the game that's got them to where they are. And, you know, Getzloff mentioned that at the end of the game, they're just doing the the right things to get to the point that they're at. And I think they just have to continue doing that. And I think they have a good shot at moving on in this series. Yeah, I agree, Eddie. It's going to be fun. It's going to be exciting. It's probably going to be six or seven games. We have to hold on to our seats again. Um, you know, you enjoy that the Ducks beat Edmonton at seven. And, uh, you know, can tell them to go pound sand or pound salt. Uh, either way you want to look at it. As, uh, you know, we uh, kind of got a taste of, uh, you know, all the uh, banter back and forth with Edmonton. So now we look to Nashville, uh, a team that has owned the Ducks twice in the playoffs. And hopefully this time the Ducks can return the favor and advance to the Western Conference Final. And uh, we'll have another podcast probably uh, either in the middle of this series or at the end. It just depends on how it all plays out. And uh, also don't forget we've got uh, more new t-shirts. Check them out on tpnhockey.com. And uh, we'll probably have a watch party for one of these road games this series. Look for announcements on that as well. So as always, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for your fan questions. And let's go Ducks. <laughs>